This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. In today's episode, I am interviewing my boyfriend, Keon, and his friend, Jack, and it is a very funny episode. I asked you guys on the Facebook group and on my Instagram um, what relationship advice you guys wanted to hear from us, and we actually recorded this when we were all in New York together, so this was recorded like two months ago I want to say but it's really funny and they actually want to start their own podcast but then everything happened with coronavirus so that was put on hold. Stay tuned for when I announce that they actually started a podcast themselves. In the beginning they might have been a little bit awkward and podcast shy microphone shy but they definitely got into it and it's just a fun episode you guys can kind of see our dynamic i had a lot of fun recording it before we get into the episode though i did want to thank you guys for reviewing my podcast i said this in the last one but we are over 600 ratings that's insane thank you guys so much for reviewing my podcast it means so much to me and if you guys find any value in this during quarantine um if you learn something if it's just a source of entertainment please 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 rate it five stars on itunes because that's basically the only way that i get discovered on like based on the like apple podcast algorithm i wanted to thank and shout out the reviewer of the week and they said Amidst these unprecedented times, I find comfort in focusing my energy on something productive. Recently, I've been listening to Natalie Barbu's The Real Real Podcast to keep myself entertained while doing chores. And then they kind of, this is a very long podcast review. It's like a few paragraphs long. So I'm just going to skip around. In my opinion, her content is unique as her interviews don't just cover the surface level of what a particular career path is like. Instead, Barbu delves into the deeper logistics of working those jobs. Barbu's podcast offers specific and practical tips based on her real-life experiences without being corny or preachy. Her podcast stays true to its name by showing you the real real of work life. I'd highly recommend listening to it if you're stuck in a rut or need some extra inspiration to start thinking about working towards your career. Now is the perfect time to reflect on your professional goals, and these episodes are a great place to start. Wow. Thank you so much. I also didn't read like three of the paragraphs that were on this. This was a full on review, but that means so much to me. Like the fact that this person took the time to go to Apple Podcasts, leave this, write this down. This probably took a long time to write. I mean, it's pretty long and lengthy. Just to give a review on Apple Podcasts means so much to me. So if you guys do like this podcast, 
you guys can definitely leave a review there. Um, but anyways, I'm excited for this episode. This one definitely isn't about work life, which is ironic because this, <laughs> this, uh, this review was all about like how great it is for work life, but this one is a little bit more entertaining, but I think that you guys will love it. And again, this is just our relationship advice. I need to do a disclaimer. Don't listen to us necessarily. Like we're not experts. We're not professionals. A lot of you guys may disagree with what we have to say, and that's totally fine. Um, but just wanted to say that this is just a fun episode to film with my boyfriend and his roommate. And yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Eras tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz-free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet, Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. 
Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Like this? <laughs> Hello, ladies. It's, it's on air. <laughs> Deep in your voice, like. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Um, let me get the questions. I do like a loud sip every time. Ew, please don't. Okay. All right, I'm just going to go through. Oh, I never did setting the record straight. I'm just going to come come with a few questions. Okay. All right, so I do the intro separately, so we'll just get started. Talk close to the mic. Yes, ma'am. All right. Hi, Keon. Hi, Jack. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having us. <laughs> They're really nervous, so we got to get them warmed up. Um, anyways, we're just going to start with setting the record straight. But before that, I kind of want to introduce you guys. So, Keon, do you want to start? Hey, everyone. I'm, I'm Keon. I'm Natalie's boyfriend, and she's the only girlfriend I've ever had. So that's my experience. <laughs> Is that my an credentials. introduction about yeah. you? Well, for the relationship podcast. <laughs> All right, Jack, I was going to say, like, you can say, like, where you went to school, your job. Well, all right, mechanical engineering. <laughs> yeah, I really set the bar high for me. Um, all right. I'm Jack. I'm Keon's roommate, one of his best friends. Uh, we went to high school together, and I went to Gettysburg College, and I work for a sustainability company. Nice. That See, that was more of an introduction, Keon. All right. What was your GPA, Jack? Off the top of my head. <laughs> Three, yeah, seven, yeah. No. <laughs> three, three. Okay. Anyways, we are gonna get ju- we are gonna get started with setting the record straight. So this is where I say some assumptions or stereotypes, and then both of you are gonna tell me if they're true or false. So I gotta think of some off the top of my head. Okay. So the first one is that it's really easy to tell when a girl likes you. I think it depends on the situation. Like. Girls can give you a lot of attention if they're being nice. If it's like a networking event or something like that, like, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Okay, you want to yeah. restart? No, Jack I'll can answer. That out. <laughs> I would say the two main things I look for or like good signs to tell if a girl's like possibly interested would be eye contact and laughter. Yeah. Um, eye contact, you should, you can usually tell like if you're like glancing at each other and you 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 know lock Cross eyes the bar. a few times. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> is it like a second rule, like three seconds? And well, you then... don't want to stare at people, <laughs> especially if you're a guy. You don't want to be like staring at girls. That's weird. But usually, you know, glancing in the direction every once in a while, you know, trying to see. What if you're like talking to a girl and they're like texting you? Can you tell if they like you or if it's just like friend zone vibes? Depends how fast they like answer, how engaged they are. If you like sometimes um, back in my single days, you could like send a text. that's like, OK, they could totally not answer this. And yeah. that would be fine. But if they kind of address, like, the end of your conversation and then take it a different direction, then it's like, okay, they want to keep talking to me. So you look at all of those signs. I, I mean, I'm, like, not like anal- I'm not, like, analyzing, like, oh, yeah. this is a 66% chance that she likes me. But yeah, I don't know. You can kind of tell. So it's a bunch of little things that add up together. And then the next one is girls should not, should not text first. I mean, I always like when a girl texts me every once in a while. I know it's... Usually on, on the guy's plate to, to start a conversation for the most part, but, you know, it's never a bad th- If someone's interested in you and yeah. you see what the problem is and yeah. sending a text to someone, especially if you want to talk to them or try to figure out plans, I sometimes I'm busy or 
don't feel like being on my phone. But I if agree. I get a text from a girl. Yeah, it's nice to be wanted. And I know that guys make the first move a lot of the time. But after that, it's like if they take the initiative, um, it could lead to something good. Like, hey, I wasn't going to text her today, but she texted me. So mm-hmm. let's hang out. Yeah. Guys should always pay on the first date. I mean, I usually, uh, not usually, I always pay for the first date. That's kind of just like how I go about things. Um, yeah. After that, I think it's kind of up for debate and it's kind of a feel it out type of situation. But if you're trying to impress that, impress a girl or if you like a girl and you're out on a date, I think you should definitely pay for it. Yeah. At least the first one. Yeah, I know I paid for our first couple of dates, but I liked, um, I think one time like we were at a bar and you went and grabbed me a beer and like brought it over. And it's yeah. not like paying for the date but it still was nice to be like oh like i'll get you yeah, yeah i feel like we're pretty fair yeah it's it's not really about like the money evening out it's just yeah. like the th- again it's the thought like if you like take the check out of my hands after we got drinks on the third date you're like i'm paying for this that's yeah. awesome yeah and, yeah you know. i agree um okay so we're just gonna jump into the advice now so i had a lot of you guys ask me on facebook and on instagram for some advice questions and i got a lot of them so Keon, like we said, is in a relationship, and then Jack is single, so we're going to have two different perspectives, which is nice. So this one is, hey, Natalie, I'm currently talking to a guy who has made it clear that he's emotionally unavailable. He's told me on multiple occasions that he really likes me. However, I can tell he hasn't fully healed from his last relationship. We have a super strong connection, and I really see myself with him. What are thoughts on avo- or what are thoughts on waiting for a guy who isn't emotionally ready for a relationship? Am I holding on to false hope? I think you are. I think it's holding on to false hope. Do you not agree? No, I completely agree. If I think they're not emotionally ready. That's, I don't know if I like fully believe that. I feel like if it's the right person, like you will be. Yeah. He's just not over his ex and you're not good enough or not. Oh, don't say not good enough. You're not, that's mean. You're all good enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. You're. Not the one for him. Not the one for yeah, him. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. I think it's very. You failed. Oh <laughs> no. <my gosh. laughs> What do you think, Jack? I mean, it's tough, obviously, because we don't know all the circumstances behind that specific request. But I usually, think... guys, and from my perspective, if I like a girl, you know. Yeah, you know. It's you, like. You know, and you, you make the effort. Yeah, I just feel like if it's someone that's emotionally unavailable, and I feel like that's an excuse. Like It's the same thing as I'm not looking for a girlfriend right now. And then two weeks later, they find someone else yeah. and they start dating them. You're not yeah. ever really looking. There's not going to be a perfect time. It's just you meet the right person. Yeah, no, I agree. And especially when it's like... It's a bad month for me, actually. <laughs> it's a bad one for you? Bad month. Oh, Next bad month. month. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, I feel like all the time guys use that, especially when it's like, he's told me he likes me on multiple occasions, but he's just not ready for me. But there actually are bad months. Like, I know that was a joke, but like right before Valentine's Day gets tricky when you're like oh. first start talking. Like there are months that are better better than other ones. So like their birthday's coming up or Christmas? Like, what about yeah, Christmas? The holiday season. Like that gets complicated a little bit. I yeah. just feel like at the end of the day, if you like someone, you like someone. No, no, definitely. I mean, a, a girl I dated last year and ended up being her birthday and it was Valentine's Day on her <laughs> birthday and we had been dating for like two weeks. Did so. you do anything? I got her flowers. Okay, see, that's nice. Simple. Like, no one, no, I don't but think any girl... But it was a tricky situation to be in. Were you guys like, yeah, yeah, no, that is tricky. Because it was like her what, yeah. third date. Yeah. Date. Was she like, is this too much? Or did she like it? Well, she was like, don't don't worry about it. It's yeah. not like a Valentine's date like that. I think he handled it well. Like yeah, He did something, but didn't blow it up. Yeah, it's not like you got her like an expensive piece of jewelry or something. Yeah. Okay. 
The next one is how do you stay independent in a relationship and not let your happiness be because of your boyfriend or girlfriend? This is for you, Keon. I can answer this. Yeah, I mean, I think that what works for us is that we have independent facets of both our lives. Like you have your own friends, you have your own work, you have your mm -hmm. own career. Um, we're not really in the same friend group, even though you're, we're friends with each other's friends. But um, honestly, we just remain independent from yeah. each other, even though obviously I love hanging out with you yeah. and dating you. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just like, I have my own thing going on, like YouTube, my job, my friends. I still have friends from college here. I We obviously live separate. But, and like I bring you into that, but it's still like my own thing. But that's also long distance. Like yeah. you couldn't be completely dependent on me because I see you three days every two weeks. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like having your own passions and goals in life apart from your significant other is really important no matter who you are. Like you shouldn't you should have your own friends still you should still have separate you don't have to hang out all the time like i have a friend who literally will not do anything unless their girlfriend is there and it's just like but i'm not friends with their girlfriend you know so it's just one of those things where it's like you should be able to hang out separately and be totally fine and like have separate interest jack as a third party do you think we're independent people definitely <laughs> no i think uh what you guys said is really important too because you got to be able to do your own thing if you're in a relationship just yeah. be like part of a couple and do everything together that's it's also annoying to everyone else that too it's very annoying to everyone else and then when you if okay and if you break up you lose all your friends because you only hang out with your boyfriend so just keep that in mind i'm not saying anything i'm just saying <laughs> watch out <laughs> all right I wanted to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, Pure Wine. So just imagine this, no more wine headaches or congestion, skin flush, or hangovers. I don't know about you, but whenever I drink a little bit too much wine, I tend to get a bit of a headache the next day, but now you don't need to suffer any longer. Pure Wine filters quickly removes the histamines and sulfites, which are the culprits causing those uncomfortable wine side effects, and what you always get is nothing but pure wine. Pure Wine offers two unique products. One is called the Wand, which filters wine by the glass and the wave which filters and aerates a full bottle pure wine filters work on all varieties of wine without affecting the natural taste aroma or color so whether you experience headaches congestion skin flush upset stomach or hangovers pure wine is the solution for you stock up on pure wine like you do those wine bottles and use the promo code cork 20 to get 20 percent off your next purchase at drinkpurewine.com next one is it okay to have guy friends and text and or for the boyfriend to have girlfriends and text what's the boundaries there for a healthy relationship and to be social at the same time i think it's fine to have guy friends and girlfriends i think there needs to be boundaries with that but i think that like it's unhealthy if you don't have any guy friends or if they don't have any girlfriends i feel like like you should have a mix of both but like yeah maybe don't like your girlfriends don't like hang out with them all the time one-on-one -on -one, like go on dates with them or whatever i don't know i feel like that's normal yeah but it's also about trust um yeah it obviously depends i'm saying like if you had a girlfriend and you like hung out with them all the time texted them all the time called them all the time you know it was like a second girlfriend then even if that, those like emotions weren't there i still feel like that's kind of weird mm -hmm, i agree do you think so like if i had a guy friend that i was talking to at all times what do you think I think it's just important to, you know, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Because yeah. Because if you're 
friends with the person, you're talking to them all the time, and you're obviously not going to see anything wrong with that. But, yeah, you know, if it was the other person and they were talking, if it was your boyfriend and they were talking to a girl a lot and you thought it was inappropriate, then you might have to, like, think about how he feels about yours. Because, yeah. well, you can trust each other. Like, everyone gets jealous. It's just kind of natural. And so yeah. someone's it's, too close. Yeah, it's important to communicate. I remember um, a while back I had a coworker that was, I was driving to my apartment because we were all meeting up for happy hour after and i let you know because i wasn't yeah. sure if like you would care or not and i just kind of communicated it so you knew what was happening and it, there was no surprises i think a lot of the time problems arise when it's a surprise yeah yeah it's like why didn't you tell me that you guys were hanging out because then it's shady because then it's like why are you not are you hiding something yeah are you or... hiding something but I feel like a lot of people hide things because they think the other person's going to get mad. But then that also builds like, well, why did you think I was going to get mad? Like, is the truck? Yeah. So just be honest and put yourself in someone else's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 18 and have only had a small thing with this guy when I was 14 or 15. I have been single for the subsequent few years. All my best friends have found someone somewhere along the line and I feel very alone. Everyone says it's better to wait and guard my heart as opposed to giving myself to the wrong person. But that doesn't eliminate feelings of insecurity and doubt. What am I doing wrong that no one appreciates or likes me? I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. First, you're only 18. 18 is so young. Like, what? That's probably high school, going into college. Like, I think I had my first guy that I started talking to when I was, like, 17 or 18. So I feel like that's not... But I remember in high school, I thought I was, like, weird for never having talked to a guy when I was, like in growing up in high school because all my friends had boyfriends and I was like no guy likes me but really it's just we're really young I think at that point and it depends I know that personally Natalie was my first girlfriend at 21 I think like that's a Mm -hmm. I was 21 when I had my first girlfriend I went through all through college and even though I was talking to people on and off I never found someone that I wanted to really spend a lot of time with so I didn't didn't settle for it um yeah it'll happen it's not good to settle either. Like that's like you're just going to get more heartbroken if you're settling and realize you wasted so much time. I feel like Yeah, that's true, but it also sounds like in this case she's 18, which yeah. like you said, she's young and to only have one relationship at 14, like that's yeah, not it really a really relationship. Count. So I don't I wouldn't say you're like settling for stuff. Just yeah. off if you get into anything right no, now. No, no, no. I'm like, saying like if you just get into something just because you like want a boyfriend, but not because you really like like that person a lot. No, oh, yeah. I don't understand why you would do that. But. At any age. Yeah. Even if you're like 35, like you should not be doing that, I feel like. But especially that young, you start to learn what you like and dislike in people. Yeah. And like what you're looking for. So if you were to get in the wrong relationship that young, I don't know, you could use it as a learning experience. Yeah. But... And you can go on, like, dating apps if you're safe and <laughs> go on dating apps and, like, see what you like and what you don't like in people, too. Like, Jack, are you on dating apps right now? Yes. <laughs> and What are the handles, just real quick? Can we... <laughs> 
Have you? You're clearly not on dating apps. No, yeah, there's no handle on dating apps. Um, Can we shout out his Instagram though? (laughs) No. no. (laughs) Well, anyways, wait. How? Okay, what do you? Out of the dates that you've been on on dating apps, how many dates have you been on? Um, I mean, it's tough to say. I'd say in like the last year, probably like five. And were some of them horrible or like were they all like, eh, good, fine? What's like your worst one? See, like people talk about having horrible experiences. I, I haven't had a horrible experience from a dating app usually because if we talk enough and we decide to meet up, like there's something, there's something there. Yeah. Um, I've had a few, eh, like. This not was, seeing you again yeah exactly mm-hmm. it was once you know we talked there wasn't any real connection or conversation was just fine but we didn't have like the same interests and it was once and We're, talked for a little after that and decided not to do it anymore have you ever have you ever like ghosted someone or like someone thought that they were like oh let's do this again and then you're just like Ooh, no <laughs> i don't like to ghost people but I'm also a terrible texter. So. Okay, so sometimes you accidentally go someone. Yes, um, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's best to just like kind of be upfront. I, I've done that after a few of these dates that haven't gone. You'll tell great. someone like, hey, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Really. Or just like hey, in I don't... person, at the end of the day, or later in text. Oh, text. Usually a text. Yeah, I would feel so uncomfortable if someone at the date was like. Yeah, this just wasn't it. I'd be like, okay, could you not wait until you got home? Like, geez. Yeah, I thought about doing it once just to see how it would go, but I, it would feel too awkward at the moment. Yeah, so I that's awkward. I think it's better to like sit on it so that it's not like exactly. the whole time you were thinking about how horrible this date was, and the second it's over, you're like, hey, no, because I feel like that's like even more mean. I don't know. I don't. I've never really been on like dates at all. I've never been on dating apps. I've had a profile before, but I never did anything on it. Keon's had a profile before, and his picture was not even in it. <laughs> That's, like, my favorite story to share. I saw his Bumble... No, Hinge. It was Hinge. And I was scrolling on his Hinge profile. This is before we were dating, obviously. And one of the pictures was a group photo of, like, a bunch of guys. And this is, like, the first time I'm really, like, hanging out with you. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I not remember what this guy looks like because he is not in this picture (laughs) i was like thought i was going crazy that i just like forgot what you had looked like but no you just cropped yourself out of the photo and you never realized it and that was on his hinge profile shows how much i used it yeah (laughs) i didn't even know that story yeah i think it's so funny funny. (laughs) all right and then the next one wait can i tell your hinge story okay what's my hinge story Um, (laughs) i don't know why natalie and i were like how this came up but basically she had a hinge in new york and not while i lived here okay this is when i was visiting this was a while ago like we were not arguing but i think like not play fighting but like somewhere in between where it was like yeah natalie made it a point to basically tell me she was hot stuff that um (laughs) she had hundreds of potential matches on hinge having like (laughs) i don't know posted it for a day I just had it. I forgot what it was. I think you were, like, bragging to me about something. And then I was like, well, I wasn't going to tell you this, but I have this many matches on Hinge. And it was, like, in the hundreds, so I was was humbled a little bit. Oh, my God. I just remember being like, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. And then you annoyed me, and I was like, all right, it's time to tell him. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it was all, it was, it was a joke. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was joking. 
So next question, or I guess just like asking, what are some bad relationship warning signs? So what are red flags? What are, Jack, what are your red flags? Like things you see and you're like, nope. <laughs> Wait to clarify. So like, so that he wouldn't date her? Yes. Or red yeah. flags that he's seen in relationships? No, no, no. Red flags that you would not date someone if they behaved like this, if they were like this. I think one of the main ones would be, uh, well, this is just me, um, but I'm close with all my friends. And, you know, if you can't be cool with, with my friend group or, mm-hmm. you know, the amount of time I might spend with them. And yeah. How I divvy up my time. Like, that would be definitely a red flag if, if you need too much attention. Not, yeah. You're obviously going to want attention, but there's it's not going to be. Well, you can blend in. It's not yeah. black or white, like me or them. Yeah. It can be. Both. Like, look at us, just three peas. Yeah, three peas in a pod. <laughs> well, in a literal pod. <laughs> I liked that. I liked that. Um, well, okay, also, what if you're, what if you really liked a girl and then your friends were like, no, I, we don't like her at all. Like, we hate her, but you really liked her. I mean, it's, and it's not like she did anything. Like, she didn't like cheat on you or nothing like that. It's just like they don't. So, like why her. don't we like her? I don't know. Maybe she's annoying or like. Well, we've, I've had this happen within our friend group before where some of us have been like, oh, we don't like this girl. Not you, Nat. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? No. <laughs> um, not you. But um, like I was saying, you know, I have a great group of friends and we trust each other. And well, in the moment you might not listen to them, it's always kind of worked out where the yeah. group of friends was right about what they saw or, yeah. you know. They, they're not making it up out of nowhere. And yeah. They're usually talking. Yeah. At point of concern. No, I feel like if your friends don't like them or if everyone in your life doesn't like them and it's like valid reasons, it's probably, they probably should, like they're probably seeing something and you're just like blinded by love. One of my, I guess not red, I mean, it is a red flag, but I feel like this can come across as kind of mean is being like super, super insecure. Like I like someone that's confident and that is, because red flags, it's just like, if you're really, really insecure and you're always negative and you're always putting some people down, I feel like then you can't really be happy for other people as much. Or you're also just, I don't know. I feel like real insecurity can cause a lot of issues in relationships. And not to say, like, everyone is insecure to an extent. Like, I have my own insecurities. Everyone has their own insecurities. But being just an overall insecure person when you are, like, absolutely have no idea who you are or, like, if you're good enough for anything, like that to me causes a lot of issues. I feel like confidence. That's a tough red flag though. So you can hide your insecurities at first. I think I know that some people, it might be more obvious, but that one comes out in time. Yeah. Like if I'm meeting someone for the first time, um, the flags that I'm looking for is if we can just candidly talk, if we Mm -hmm. can kind of hang out and and it's fluid, doesn't feel forced. If we can, talk about serious stuff and then talk about nothing and yeah. kind of hit the whole spectrum. Yeah. Um, I know that the, what you mentioned with the whole insecurities, I don't know if I can tell that in the first date. Yeah. I don't know. I And I feel mean saying that because it's not, but I feel like that's also a sign that you're not ready to be in a relationship if you're really insecure. Like maybe you should work on yourself a little more. I feel like. But if we're doing like deeper red flags, um, I like, to me, it's important that you do things for your partner yeah. that you don't always enjoy because it's i mean here jack and i are doing a podcast and this is really fun and i'm totally enjoying it but we're also here for you yeah and if i wanted to go um 
do something and you're not thrilled about it, but just being there and doing it with me. Yeah. Um, but this podcast was your idea. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but also, your love language is acts of service. I always tell Keon to take the love language quiz. Do you know your love language, Jack? I do not. What do you like when someone does for you? Like, what makes you feel good when someone, like, is it, so the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, um, what's physical touch, and... Quality time. Quality time. So which one makes you, like, feel the best? For me, it's, like, words of affirmation. Like, I need to hear... Every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. Come on. <laughs> Write me a love letter. No. <laughs> you know what? Like, for me, that's, like, my thing. And Keon's definitely acts of service. Like, doing stuff. And physical touch. You like massages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I know where Keon's coming from with the acts of service thing, just because we're generally on the same page of, I try to be helpful, and I'm usually down to help people out. Yeah. And it's just nice when people return the favor. So, yeah. whatever it might be, it doesn't have to be like a huge thing, but it just shows that you're, yeah. you're actively thinking about the other person and you're willing to help them, but... Mm -hmm. I haven't taken the quiz, and quality time sounds like a good one, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to take the, I'll, get, I'll send you the quiz. All right. I'm, in, I'm curious. <laughs> also, though, bad relationship warning signs, if you're in a relationship and they're super possessive or jealous or you guys fight all the time or any form of, like, cheating, get Or controlling. Out. Yeah, like, get out of that relationship ASAP. No second, third chances. Like, I feel like so many people give second chances because they're like, they're sorry, they're like, they won't do it again. And then a few months down the road, they do it again. And then they're right back in that same cycle of being attached to them and not wanting to let them go. And I, I hear this all the time from girls, especially. I mean, it happens to guys, too. But from girls, especially when they're like, oh, my God, he was crying. Like, he cried when I, like, found out that he was cheating on me or something. Like, he was so sorry because guys don't cry that often. It's just like, that's, I don't know. I hear that all the time. Like, I've never seen anyone more sad or sorry in my life he's going to do that again in six months or in a year. I think that goes back to like having to be content being alone. Like yeah. if you can't be alone, um, you're going to go back to the person. Yeah. If you're not secure enough to be, say, Hey, that person's not right for me. Yeah. It's run its course. It's over. I'm going to end it, spend some me time and then figure out where I want to go and what I want to do. But yeah. you need to be able to be alone. Yeah. It's just easier to go back with the person because then nothing changes. You can, like, forget about it, move on, and then nothing changes. It's, like, harder to actually break up with someone and like, mm -hmm. stop talking to them and stop seeing them. So cheating, get out right away. Like, that's – I feel like there should be no exceptions for that. Um, and then, okay, the stages of a relationship, how to go from texting to dating to officially exclusive. How is that? Keon, you have a little chart, I believe, I heard. So um, <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I worked in Oklahoma – um, a lot of my coworkers were from India and they had all been in arranged marriages and I became very close with them over time. So I, I eventually it was a, a chill Friday and not a lot was going on. And my project manager was asking me about kind of the stages of, of dating. And I grabbed an expo marker, went to the closest whiteboard and I went from top to bottom. So what are they? So you, you start with stranger. And, like, describe, if we're starting like ground floor, like yeah. you don't know the person. Um, one sec, let me, let me pull it up. <laughs> no, he actually has this. <laughs> I believe it. 
This is at work too. At your consulting you job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually really accurate. So, all right, Jack, you terrible can terrible handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have such chicken scratch. But um, Jack, feel free to chime in whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, I want to hear like your thoughts on each of these processes. Or I'm each still of these working steps. on my own process. So. Well, each of these I'll steps. Each of these steps. All right. So the ground floor with strangers. Um, I think that, and a lot of these steps are optional. Um, I know like Natalie, we weren't friends first. We kind of jumped into it. Um, but level one is friends. I think that a lot of relationships start as friends and then you, yeah, you I feel mean, something. I, we were friends. Like, okay, yeah, we were never like friends, but we got to know each other like friends do. I mean, I could tell right away we would be friends yeah. minimum. Yeah. Um, stage number two for me is physical attraction. Um, I think that you have to be attracted to the person. Um, yeah. Love is blind. How about, how do you explain that show? <laughs> some of the couples after they saw each other didn't work out. Yeah. Calling out Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not attracted, I mean, I think it speaks for itself. If you're not attracted to the person, it's not going to, it's not going to work. Um, you can be attracted to uh, many different facets of, of the person, their personality, um, the way they treat you, make you feel, yeah. the, but a big one is how they look. Um, and then when you're kind of with that person, the next step is, okay, are we exclusive? Are we talking to different people or, or are we only talking to each other? Yeah. How did we decide if we were exclusive? Oh, I didn't have, I didn't have never, a choice. It was, it was kind never, of... We never like had a, are we exclusive talk? I think once you guys started boarding planes to go see each other, yeah, it's a pretty good indicator. After you're exclusive, and again, like some, this is a hot topic. I think can you be exclusive but not dating? I mean, at the end, I just like don't really get that. I don't know. Have you ever been exclusive with someone, but like you weren't boyfriend and girlfriend with them? Or like, I, I view it kind of as like a hand in hand. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. What's the difference? I I guess maybe if you it's a label. I know. View it as like a transition but into like when full-time people, dating. I don't understand when people don't want the label. They're like, we're exclusive, but like, I just don't like the label. Why? Why? It's, it's the same thing. Well, I think it's more so that it's. I'm not positive that I want to date you, but I know I don't want you talking to other people. I guess. It's like that, a test run? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Free trial. <laughs> but I would also guess that like... That usually stems from one side, like one yeah. person more than the other. Mm-hmm. Yes, a hundred percent. Like you're, you're not just like calling yourself exclusive for a long period of time mm-hmm. because yeah. you both decide to do that. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break to tell you guys about our sponsor. You guys all know what Spotify is, but on Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. So you do not need to have a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one that you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. And you can also easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you're listening to this ad right now, you should take a pause and share your podcast or share my podcast, I should say, on your Instagram story and let other people know where to find it. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for The Real Real Podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of The Real Real Podcast. All right, what's next? 
So I have a, a serious dating in here. Oh, dating and serious And then serious dating. dating. I think like dating's okay, like a month in or whatever, still feeling it out. But serious dating is okay. Like it's been over a year or however amount of time. Like the time, it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking to them multiple times a day, is it, for me, it's like how I think, how I feel. Yeah. I think I'm like, I'm doing something and it's, oh, I really wish Natalie was here or something that that she likes and I see and I think of her. Yeah. Um, that that builds up. At first, I didn't do that as often, but the longer you date, I think the more you care about the person. So that's why there's a S in there for serious dating. Yeah, I like the distinguishing mm-hmm. dating and then serious and then what? Engagement and then... Engagement and then marriage. We're still not dating. We're just living together. <laughs> what do you think about the phrase, if he likes you, you'll know? If he doesn't, you'll be confused. Do you agree with this? Can a guy be confused about his feelings that he gets me confused? I think this is just BS. I don't know. I feel like if a guy likes you, you're going to know. Like, it's going to be obvious. It's not like, oh, he hasn't texted me in two days, but, like, then he Snapchatted me, and then he did that. Like, then it's just, like, the guy's not really interested. He's just kind of, like, having you along, just, you know, just in case. I feel like if it's obvious when a guy likes someone. I would say there's different levels of interest. Like the top one being like, you'll know if he likes you a lot because he'll put in the effort and yeah. it won't be, oh, he hasn't texted me in a week. You know, what's, what's his deal? And then he reaches out and like, oh, he must like me again. Yeah. You would probably fall further down the list. But there's also been times where, you know, I, I haven't n- known how I felt about a girl or like head over heels liked her. But then you give it a week. And then do you ever like her, though? If you never... No, sometimes it'll it'll flip it. Oh, and really? And you think, like, it'll be over, and you'll be like, oh, I'm an idiot. I just wasted this opportunity. It's... Well, I mean, you could say that for a lot of things. If mm-hmm. you have the option to have something, and then it's taken yeah. away, then you want it more, generally. So that's happened to me before, too, where I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? Like, I obviously should have acted on that sooner. I feel like you should... I don't know. I just feel like it's obvious. Like, if... Okay, let's say you go on a date with someone... And then they text you like, oh, had a great time, whatever. Afterwards, maybe you text for a day and then they don't text you for a week. They don't like you. Or they're seeing other people. Or they're seeing other people. But that means that they don't really like you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like there's not that much room for confusion. Like, I just watched He's Just Not That Into You. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. <laughs> you have? It's just It just got put on Netflix recently. So I was rewatching it. But I first watched it when I was younger. And now I just watched it again, and it's just, like, so spot on how all the girls are always around their friends, and they're like, oh, my God, he just lost your number. He's just busy. He's just intimidated by you. They, like, make up all these excuses, and it's like, no, he just doesn't like you. Like, just move on. Like, he's just not that into you, so. But to be fair, like, post-college, like, I'm busier now than ever. It's yeah, It's harder but... to see people. I know that you can make time for someone that you really like, but... I know, like, for example, this upcoming weekend is St. Patrick's Day. If I was kind of talking to a girl that I wasn't sure I liked yet, I probably am not going to invite her Yeah, over. but you weren't sure you liked her. That's, like, you know, like... You yeah, but like I'm just saying, like, it's early on. Like, I might like her. And there are also some events or scenarios where, like, for St. Patrick's Day, I'm not going to be texting. texting, you know, girls on Hinge. Yeah. I'm just going to be hanging out with friends and... Yeah, but I feel like extended periods of time... But it can take a while. I know that um, I liked you right off the bat, but 
it built up like it's a bunch of small hangouts and yeah. before i'm ready to at least for me mentally commit and be like okay i like this person yeah let's see where it goes and if one side comes off too strong too early it can scare the other side away yeah yeah that's true i just think it, it'll be more obvious like you won't he won't be like playing games type of thing oh well if he like really likes you then yeah, yeah there shouldn't be any of that if yeah. if there's some games and some like breaks in between then there's probably something else going on yeah. But the question was like basically asking, is it right to feel confused or can I be confused yeah. if someone's not that into me? And like, yes, if they're if they're playing games and, and they're good at it, when you hang out, it's probably great. But the, it's hard to hang out with them or that you only hang out with them when they want to see you, not when you want to see them. Yeah. 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 I would say if it's like an eight out of 10 or more, like you won't get confused. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And then, okay, so many questions were about long-distance relationships and how we deal with being in a long-distance relationship. So if you guys don't know, Kian and I started dating when we were both, I was in Charlotte and he was in Oklahoma City. So very long distance, very long distance. That's a three-hour plane ride and an hour time change. So I know some people are dating longer, whatever. To me, that's long distance. Um, And now I'm in New York City and he's in Boston. So it's like a four-hour train ride, which is so much better and cheaper. So... What do you think, like, why do you think, how do you do a long-distance relationship? Like, why do you think we've done it and, like, it's worked? Well, some of the, a lot of the stuff about healthy relationships going into it, we, like, trust each other. We make time for each other. Um, When I'm driving to work and from work, I try to call Natalie if she's not busy. Yeah. We FaceTime every night. We visit each other every two to three weeks. If I have something big in Boston, um, well, so Natalie's... Honestly, probably the key to long distance. She has the best schedule out there, no nine to five, even though yeah. she works eight to eight, basically. Um, she can make it work. It's If I'm having, if I'm like, okay, I can't come to New York next weekend, she'll book a train and come to me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, we try to alternate and visit each other as much as we can and yeah, keep it fair. Yeah, and like if I go to Boston, I'll be there for a longer amount of time because I can. Like I can do my work wherever. Yeah, I just feel like long distance also it's easier for us because we started long distance. So that's all we really know. Like I think it's harder when you go from being together all the time and then all of a sudden like not seeing each other. But it just takes adjustment and it's not as bad as everyone thinks. And everyone always, I think the number one question I always get is like, when are you guys going to be in the same city? Or like, are you guys planning on being in the same city? And it's just like, yeah, obviously, like, eventually, hopefully, we will be, but re- that's not really, I don't know, like, that also goes back to being independent. Well, right now, Boston's right for me, yeah. and New York's right for you, and... Like, I don't ever, I, like, love New York so much. Like, I'm not going to move to Boston right now. You're just, you have a job in Boston, you're not going to move to New York. So, I don't know, I feel like... But I'm not opposed to it down the road if I can find something that makes me, you know, equal, equally happy or even less, but mm-hmm. more happy because I'm with you. Um, Aww. <laughs> look at that eye roll. I'm just saying, it's, there's... <laughs> That's nice. There's room to, like, compromise. Yeah, and I have a flexible schedule, so technically it's very easy for me to move wherever. Like, if I... Like, I could move to Boston right What are you now. implying? I'm just saying I could move... Like, I'm like really busy right now. I don't have <laughs> gonna mix signals. <laughs> I don't have a job that is tying me down to New York, but I do have a lot of opportunity here, and I just really love it here. So, yeah, that was a, just a lot of questions. We're about long distance, and I think key is trust and communication. 
at all times. Not at all times, but you know what I'm saying. And FaceTiming helps. FaceTiming, yeah. If it was just phone call, that kind of that would be so much harder. Because we FaceTimed a lot in the beginning. But anyways, those were all of the questions that I had. Did you guys like being on your first podcast? Jack, do you still want to start a podcast about sports? I would love to. You should start one. This is fun, right? If, if I can come down and record at the Spotify studios uh, <laughs> every other week. I, I know this isn't your topic of choice, but it's fun to record podcasts. It's just like talking to friends. I was saying he has a good podcast voice. Yeah, you have a good podcast voice. Mm, thanks, guys. Do you want to leave anything like your Instagram or? No. No? <laughs> I'm good. Don't find me. Do you guys want my hinge handle? Or... <laughs> I knew there wasn't actually a handle, but I was I was making a joke. Like, all right, well, Keon, do you want to leave anything? He, you have so many like follow requests already that you have not attended. No, to. I'm good, keeping it uh, private. And if you see me in her videos, awkwardly like saying hi or what's up. All right. Anyways, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. I'd love to know what you guys think. And again, if you guys like this episode, please be sure to give it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, join the Facebook page. You guys can talk about it and follow us on Instagram. Because we've been doing a lot of fun Instagram takeovers, which just have been a ton of fun on there. But anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys next Monday with another episode of The Real Real Podcast. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.